Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Should we make that the, the, the intro song? Hello, and welcome to episode number five of the Humans Unplugged podcast. I can't believe we're on five. I feel like one was yesterday. Over again. So what I've been thinking about a lot this week has been this pattern that I've been noticing with human beings. I noticed it in the private practice that I used to intern at. I noticed it with myself, with a lot of my friends, and maybe possibly every single human being I I know. And so I wanted to bring the conversation to the podcast, and I don't know exactly how I want to go about this topic, but let's just pick somewhere and start. When I was an intern at a psychotherapy private practice, um, I was in grad school. So for my internship, I was supervised as a, a therapist intern, basically. So I had a lot of clients who were telling me that they were stuck in these patterns and that they had no motivation and they felt like they couldn't get out of this cycle of kind of feeling like they were in a rut. And the common denominator between every single one of the people that were in that situation was that they were living in an environment where they felt unsafe and most of them were living with their parents. And no matter how well you do and how much you grow, almost every single person seems to struggle to some degree with feeling like they regress when they are in their home environment or around their parents. And of course, it's not going to be everybody, but I think particularly if you grew up in an environment where your home life had a lot of trauma or there was a lot of tension between you and a parent, the way that the autonomic nervous system responds to being in that environment can feel defeating. It can feel like regression. And the thing about the nervous system is that just because we have a response that we don't necessarily want to have doesn't necessarily mean that we didn't make progress or that we're regressing or that we're going backwards. It's more of a mirror to see what is still unsafe for our bodies. Or it might be better to say, what feels unsafe for our bodies. So, you know, and I mean, I can relate to this so deeply, but that feeling of kind of going back to your parents' house or living in an environment that you used to live in, it doesn't have to be with parents. I just, that's the most common example I've seen and the most relatable one. But any old environment where when you go back there, it's almost like everything that you have worked so hard to move on from and grow out of seems to come back. And you're like, who is this person? Like, what am I? Who am I? What is it saying about the people that I'm around? What is it saying about this environment? What is it saying about my dynamics with these people and these things? So there's there's a few points that I want to tie to this. The first one is... If you've experienced this, I just want to point out how ridiculously common it is. It doesn't mean that we have to avoid those environments. It doesn't mean that there can't be change there. But I wanted to give some language to kind of describe one way of looking at what's going on. 
And the first word I want to use here is neuroception. So any human being, any living being with a nervous system, neuroceps. So we have perception, which is more of a cognitive or conscious process. Our thoughts, our ideas, the way that we perceive things is happening on mostly a conscious level. Whereas neuroception is something that our nervous systems do under our awareness, without our awareness. So the body is always neurocepting. It is detecting and scanning for threat and safety based on cues from the external environment, from our internal environment within our bodies. And this is happening all the time, all the time. We don't have to know what's happening. We don't have to decide that it can happen. It is something that is going to happen regardless of whether we're aware of it or not. And of course, we evolve that way because how much energy would it take to have to actually think about every single bit of data within and outside of us to decide if it's safe or not? The brain wants to conserve energy and thinking itself is something that is very energy expensive for the brain. And so we automate processes in a way where we don't have to think about them, the autonomic nervous system does it for us. So in the same way that your heart beats without you consciously being aware of it, your body's got you, the body's always scanning for what is safe and what is unsafe, but what you might be aware of is the physiological response that your body has to the detection of possible threat. Most of our most deeply ingrained patterns were formed in the very, very, very early years of our lives. Our bodies learned from the environment that we grew up in and the attachments that we had, so with caregivers or a primary caregiver. When we form attachments early in life and we start developing patterns and we develop relational patterns or emotional patterns or behavioral patterns, whatever patterns they are. And then we move through life, we get older, maybe we go and we start to change and grow. And we try to get into a new environment so that we can experience new things and we can grow from a, a bigger pot. When we've done all of these things and then we're thrown back into an environment where a lot of our old patterns were created, the body neurocepts, okay, the cues that I'm seeing right now, and they don't necessarily have to be inherently wrong or dangerous, but the body is noticing that the cues that you're getting right now, which it might be in your parents' house, it might just be in an old town that you used to live in, it might be, it might be neither, it might be something else, I'm just using uh, parents' house because that tends to be the most common one that I see and the most relatable for most people. But the body is seeing all of these cues and saying, oh wait, we're back in this environment. And the way that we know how to respond to these cues in our environment is with the old patterns that were created to help us survive those environments. So let's say that you walk into your parents' house after five months of having not been there, and you feel good, you've been reading, you've been doing the work, you've been investing in your relationships in ways that you've 
never done it before and you've been like feeling really good about this person that you are and then you're kind of like you know what this is who i am now like this is truly me i'm not associated with those patterns anymore with those ways anymore with those habits and then you walk into your parents house and you notice yourself being a little bit reactive or irritable you notice yourself kind of feeling like you're like why do i feel a little bit like a kid i feel uncomfortable i feel like i'm not liking so much who i am right now so when your autonomic nervous system is picking up all of these cues in this environment your nervous system is going to use the best bet that you have as a way of responding to these cues and the best bet is the program in you the wiring in you that is the oldest and the most deeply ingrained and so your nervous system is response is not to pull out you know like the new therapy techniques you learned six months ago or the you just read like joe dispenza breaking the habit of being yourself and you're like you know what i'm gonna th- i'm gonna manifest this right like your nervous system is gonna be like all right listen these cues are telling us that we're unsafe And it doesn't have to mean literally your life is in physical danger, you're going to die. It can mean your emotional safety is at risk. It can mean your connection to others is at risk. It can mean your identity is at risk. It can mean a lot of different things. Your nervous system knows that these old patterns, these old ways of yours kept you alive. They got you through. They helped you. And so when these cues come up again, your nervous system is like, those are the ones we're going to use to get through this again, because we have plenty of evidence, plenty of proof, plenty of data that tells us that it worked before. And we don't have enough evidence yet that these new things that you're learning are going to really work, are really going to get you back to safety in this situation. And I say that not to you know, highlight, oh, we can't change our patterns. We're going to be thrusted into these old patterns every single time. It's not to say that change isn't possible because it is. But my intention is to point out the fact that the nervous system is always trying to protect us, always trying to protect us. And so if you notice yourself being in an old environment and responding in old ways, it's okay. It doesn't mean you've regressed. It doesn't mean you haven't done enough. It's just that in a newer environment, maybe one that you've chosen for yourself, your nervous system doesn't have to respond this way. Your nervous system feels safe enough to open up space to create new habits and new patterns. You can consciously begin to create new habits when you feel safe enough to do so. Whereas if you're thrown into an environment where your body is getting all of these cues, all of these cues, there's unsafety, it's not so easy to open up the space to consciously think about how you're going to change. Again, we're not saying it's impossible, but like just on a human level being real here, if you feel safe, you're going to be able to, you know, take all your therapy techniques and slowly begin to implement them and think about them in your new, healthier relationships and things of that nature. Whereas if your body is perceiving danger, 
your body's not going to be like, how are we going to think about this? Because that's not how we're wired. It's going to be like, all right, danger. What's your fastest way to get you back to safety? Subconscious processes, the automatic stuff. Let's get it in there. We know how it works. Send it. And, you know, this episode isn't about how to go into your parents' house or some old environment and feel better or to feel not anxious or stressed. Instead, it's to point out the fact that the nervous system is just trying to protect you and that you're not going backwards. Like, I feel like saying that is actually maybe more important than the trying to explain how to go in and fix it. Because the second we're in that environment, if we're judging ourselves for the way that we're responding and we're judging everybody else because we're mad that we feel this way and we're like looking at ourselves like, why is this happening? It's contributing to the feeling of unsafety and then it's spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. But I do just want to say environment is so important for the fact that our nervous systems, our autonomic nervous system is always picking up on cues of safety and danger. So if you're in an environment where your body is still reacting to a person or even sounds, smells, textures that feel unsafe, there's always gonna be this hypervigilance. There's gonna be this physiological response in your body. And I think a lot of people can be like, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know why I feel like this. I just can't seem to do what I wanna do. I can't seem to get motivated or excited or into better habits. I can't seem to get myself to do it. Yeah, your body is spending so much energy trying to protect you subconsciously, 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 that it's actually hard to open up space for these other things that we want to do. Because survival is the priority, right? Like your nervous system is gonna take that over anything else. We did not evolve to be happy, we evolved to survive. When there's any kind of threat perceived, the body's not like, how can we be as happy as possible right now? No, it's how can we survive this shit? So personal example, I was living with an ex-boyfriend and then we broke up so then I moved into my mom's house and now I'm living by myself. But when I was living at my mom's, all of these, like I became super messy. I really lacked motivation and productivity. Like I wanted to be productive, but I couldn't seem to not live the same day over and over of making a list of everything I wanted to do, trying to motivate myself and doing literally none of it. And it was tough because I knew that my body was very overwhelmed being in this environment and was constantly trying to respond and respond and respond to these little cues that felt unsafe for my nervous system. And I did in what was in my power that I could to think positively and to see things differently. And ultimately, the thing that really helped me, I got a gym membership at Lifetime and I just got out of the house as much as possible. Because no matter how good your mindset is, and like that helps, right? Like it really, really helps to have that mindset piece there. But there does come a a wall 
that hits where if your body is like no we are not safe then mindset can only get you so far and i think it's important to point out there was nothing like dangerous going on at my mom's house absolutely nothing and i also have a great relationship with my mom but just being in this older environment it's just it was taxing because of the way that my body was trying to navigate it and i always joke to my friends too like i should be the spokesperson for lifetime because i would talk about it like it was the most magical place on earth because it helped me so much to have a place where i could go every single day where i could just be in a safe environment working out sauna shower pool whatever i knew that i could just kind of take care of myself there and this i'm not speaking on this from a scientific perspective but just a personal one i just had to get out of there and it is okay to leave an environment where you feel like you can't grow because of how much energy you are spending on just trying to survive it it's okay to leave so i don't know if anybody needs that permission but like it is okay to leave when i moved to my apartment now a space opened up in my body like a literal space opened up within me where i could begin to feel the safety again to break some of those habits down and form new ones form the ones that i had when i was in other safe environments and i didn't i don't see it as a regression i actually think that being in that environment taught me so much about a lot of my weak points. What really like triggers me? I don't like the word trigger, but I don't know what other word to use right there. So I'm so we're going to have to stick with it. But yeah, I think and I still think about it so much. A lot of my old clients, their deepest traumas were with their parents. And then they're living with their parents currently. And they're confused about why they can't seem to get out of certain patterns and so then you know they think that they're just this person who can't be a certain way or they just are depressed like their natural state is just depression and there's no other way or their natural state is anxiety and there's no other way but they haven't seen who they can be outside of that environment they haven't actually had a chance to, to breathe to feel the safety to be able to open up the safety to be able to create change. Environment is so ridiculously significant in the process of change and growth. There's, you know, there's so many obstacles that can get in the way of getting out of a certain environment and it can be really hard to leave and go somewhere else, whether it's for financial reasons, just the comfort of being somewhere, whatever it is. It can be really, really hard to leave because we don't know what's on the other side. Like, okay, well, what kind of scarier things are on the other side? Potentially scarier. What kind of risks am I facing? What kind of other danger am I facing? And so it makes sense that naturally we feel inclined to stay. But if we can take so much of that energy that we're putting into trying to do things and feeling like we just can't do it, and then judging ourselves and getting disappointed and that whole cycle. If we can take, you know, that energy to invest in however we need to invest to getting into an environment that does feel safe, putting the eggs in that basket might be 
the thing that actually helps us long term compared to trying to become this person that we want to be in an environment where our nervous system doesn't even feel safe enough to allow change that deep. Because it goes back to the thing that I mentioned earlier. If we have these deeply ingrained responses and patterns, and then we also have some of these new ones that we learn in therapy or reading or whatever it is, it's going to keep going back to the old ones. Like creating new patterns takes time. It takes a lot of practice. And hell, hell yeah to all of it. But if we're not getting the space to create those new patterns, then we're just going to keep going back to the old ones. So, you know, whether it's your parents, whether it's the, the physical location of where you live, I know it's not so easy to just say, leave if you feel unsafe. But I will say, sometimes we blame ourselves so much or we blame other people so much that we forget how life-changing it can be to invest some of that energy and that those resources that we have into getting into a location that makes us feel at ease at ease and i mean because it because it impacts everything like sleep the way that we eat how we feel about people in general the thoughts that we have it impacts again everything yeah i think that's it for today Happy Thursday. I would love if you would share this with a friend if you know somebody who has this particular situation or somebody who's been in it and would benefit from understanding more from this lens. But thank you for listening. Don't miss out on yourself. Love you, bye.